We're talking all things Diamondbacks today, and we get it. The team lost yesterday, but we need some fun injected back into Diamondbacks talk. And a couple of weeks ago, during the NLCS, a very ominous pair of arms (laughs) and a piece of paper holding a sign that said, Snakes Alive, caught absolute fire. And it was at that point that I knew I wanted to know more about the person behind the sign. And good news, we found him. We got him. His name is Jeff Gazzardo, and I have him listed as the Snakes Alive Revolutionary. Is that a good title for you, Jeff? Marketing genius. Good. Whatever you want to call me, I'm happy. So happy to have you in studio, too. Oh, jeez, thanks for having me. This is this is a really a nice deal. This thing has turned out to be uh, quite a phenomenon. But, you know, it's all about the Diamondbacks and the fans and the players and the organization that... Creating this sign was just something I thought up of in the morning before I went to the game. And I got to thinking, how about a little sign? Because I'm not a big guy about big poster signs and standing in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I said, how about this 8.5 by 11 sign? I'll type up something like, and something hit me, staying alive, shakes alive, snakes alive. And I thought, snakes alive, that's a good one. So I just typed it up. And I put it in my bag on the way to the ballpark. And before the game started, I actually had the sign when Tori was sitting there close to the dugout. And I showed it to him, and he kind of acknowledged. And then Banny Bannister walked by, and he kind of acknowledged. And that's how, you know, things happen. And then, of course, I had no idea. And I stood up with the sign basically in between innings because I'm not one to stand up during the ball. I got my binoculars. I'm a baseball fan. I love (laughs) to watch the players. I love to watch the umpires. I like to get right down there and, you know, see the action and and see what's going on. So I stood up, you know, basically during in between innings and I had no idea a camera caught me on it. I didn't see it and really hear about it until I got home when I watched the replay. And that was it. Funny how that happens. Uh, did you experiment with other... Because what I love about your sign is it's so minimalistic, right? It's not bombastic. It's not these big signs that block the people sitting behind you exactly. and all that stuff. What made it so great was it was so simple. And it's it's the most basic font. I think it's like Helvetica or something. Yeah. One of the better <laughs> basic fonts. Uh, did you experiment at all with anything, any other options for a sign? The only thing I did was I knew I had eight and a half, eleven sheet to work with. So as I typed it out, I kept increasing the font size because I wanted to get big so I could it'd be visible mm-hmm. and so I got it to the biggest size and it ended up being on what two lines um, and that's how I just played with it it just happened that that font was in my you know computer at that time <laughs> I want to ask you about the growth and the resulting of you holding up snakes alive and immediately the next day there's a sign that says snakes alive in like every seat in Chase Field and you had mentioned too that even you didn't predict that this would catch fire the way that it did. No, not at all, Mitch. When uh, I was concerned after the sign was made and it was out there that I, my intention was not to take away from any trademark or infringe upon anything like that. And that's what got me a little bit nervous. And uh, the next day when my son said he saw it on the chairs, uh, then it really made me nervous. <laughs> uh, so what I ended up doing what was... What did I do? <laughs> I, started, I started to search, and then the shirt came out. I yeah. saw Tori and Banny wearing the shirt, and the company that made the shirt, um, I didn't see any registered logo on it or anything, but there is a website now that I'm doing some research on it just to make sure to cover myself, because my intention wasn't to hurt anybody or you know, mm-hmm. in French, so... 
What did you do with the original, the original Snicks Alive <laughs> sign? Do you have it? It's somewhere. It's and, somewhere. You know, I, I, after the ball game was over, I went over to the Engine 6 where my son works at the fire department. And I just rabbled up the sign and, and, and threw it in. And, I, you know, it was hectic getting out of the stadium. It was traffic. And I just put it in my briefcase. And I thought I did. But I got home and it wasn't in a briefcase. I looked oh, underneath. No. So I don't know where the original sign is. I may have left it at the station. What do you want to do with it? Um, I have no plans for it. I mean, to me, again, it was just a sign. It, Can I have it? it uh, well... <laughs> You got tickets left for the games. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what we can do about that. I was going to say if you if you if you didn't have plans for it, we'll have you sign it and put it up on the wall well, in the studio. Or I, I printed some more out and I'm going to sign a couple for you guys. I oh, that's really cool. You having that. me. Yeah, really that's do. really cool. So I want to ask you because you mentioned you're a big seam head, big baseball nut. Um, when did you start becoming a fan of the Diamondbacks? I moved here in 86 uh, from Illinois to uh, be the executive director of the YMCA in Tempe. I worked for the Valley of the Sun YMCA. That's how I got out here. Um, when I came out here, uh, I think it was, what, 70, 97? It was with the year they started construction on the stadium, 96, 97. And our corporate office is right downtown on Central Avenue. And I drive by for monthly meetings selling this thing this building going up bank yeah. one and counting down the number of days before the stadium was going to open and uh that's kind of got you know i got hooked on it you know coming from the midwest and uh being a big chicago fan white Sox fan and then having moved out here um i still followed the cubs but this was my my thing is to, to be a hometown guy and support the hometown team that's what it was. So, if I could, sorry, if I could quickly tangent then, the 93 NBA Finals, who were you rooting for? Oh. Chicago or Phoenix? Um, I was here. I went to the celebration downtown. Oh, you did? Yes, I wow. was here. I didn't leave here until 99 to go over to San Diego and take a position with the YMCA out there. Uh, and then after 22 years, I moved back here. But I was here for, for the uh, big parade downtown. As a matter of fact... Um, I was down there and happened to run into one of my friends that played for the California Angels, and we kind of made acquaintances again. That's awesome. How many games do you go to then? If you were at the NLCS, that's no easy ticket to come by. You're clearly within you know, visual distance of the management in the dugout. So how many games are you going to these days? I went to, to two of them. I went to the 19th playoff game, and prior to that, I took my family. Uh, my son-in-law and daughter came over and grandson from San Diego. We went to a game, and then prior to that, I spent the summers basically over in San Diego, so I took them to a Padres Diamondbacks game. If I'm going to go to a ball game, I'm going to pay the money to sit up front and close and be close to the action. But, you know, I'm an avid, avid fan, you might say, and I don't go to a lot of games, so, you know, I can afford a good ticket, and that's what I did. We're joined now by Jeff Gazzardo, who I'm calling the Snakes Alive Revolutionary, and he might just refer to himself as a big Diamondbacks fan. So we had World Series Game 1 last night. I presume that you're going to make your way out there again to Chase Field for one of these games upcoming, correct? I have a ticket for Tuesday night's game. Perfect. And that's it. So I'll be there Tuesday night. Um, What's your sign going to be? Same sign. I'm doing my same, same sign. thing. Love same it. sign. And again, you know, you won't see it until it's in between innings. I'm not going to stand <laughs> up there and, you know, block. Because that really bothered me when I went to ball games and saw these big signs. And, you know, people would be in front of you. And they had the right to do that. I understand. But um, I'm not going to do that. You don't feel any sort of pressure to come up with the next big thing? Like, you came up with Snakes Alive. It caught wind. It's It's viral. You don't have any sort of pressures internally to come up with the next thing that could win them the World Series? 
I got something in my back pocket, but I'm not going to oh, say it okay. right now. Oh. So there might be something in the future here. Working with the Dynamax marketing team secretly under the table or something? No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. This is my thing. This We're is just <laughs> you and us talking here, man. Come on. We're just teasing, of course. So you mentioned you used to work for YMCA. Mm -hmm. what, what was it that brought you to that sort of career? Um, I grew up in the boys club at the time in the 50s, and I was... Uh, I had a father figure that was a musician on the road a lot, so the local boys club was my place to hang out. So there was, you know, the coaches and played my sports there, but we also heard down the street there was a YMCA, and girls could go to the Y. But back in the 50s, we didn't wear swimsuits. Hmm. So we thought, you know, you think they're all swimming together down there? They weren't. <laughs> but you know what was neat? They were roller skating in a gym all afternoon, the girls and the boys. So that's how I got my introduction to the Y. And then when I got into um, a junior college and looked at a career, uh, and I stuck with the Y, uh, they had some opportunities for me to be a camp counselor. And one thing led to another, and I had a 40-year career. You know, it was interesting because I worked for an organization that was very mission driven and it was about people, it was about developing relationships with people. And as you can see, I'm, I'm a people person and have a gift for gab. And <laughs> that's what led me to it. I took my first job in Moline, Illinois at the YMCA there. And then from there, spent uh, 13 years, came out here to Tempe, uh, raised and helped oversee the construction as their executive director. Spent 13 years, went to San Diego and did the same thing in Oceanside, California. And now I'm back. I moved back two years ago. So you saw, obviously, this team in the World Series. You saw the 2001 team. Who would win in a best of seven? 2001 Diamondbacks or 2023 Diamondbacks? Boy, you know, those two teams are, are you know, they're very similar in ways. Um, but, you know, when you look at Randy Johnson and... Um, <laughs> Um, Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling Gonzo. Gonzo and those guys. It, it's hard to say. And I, I really can't pick one or the other. But I really enjoy watching this young team. They're young players. They have a lot of giddy-up. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with them. They're going to come on. And uh, we'll see what happens. Jeff Gazzardo, the Snakes Alive revolutionary, joining us here in studio on Arizona Sports Saturday out of game two tonight. I want to say first, thank you so much for getting back to me and coming in and joining us and talking about your story. And also a thank you to your son, Matt, as well, for alerting me and making it so that I could even contact you in the first place. Jeff, really appreciate your time today. Thank you so no much. No problem. Thanks, Thanks for having Jeff. me, guys. The right. Snake's Alive guy. Snake's Alive guy.